Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to Believe You See Right Now with your host, Travis Uh Today we're going to talk about this past weekend, weekend of the, of the men's basketball, pretty much the Arizona, Arizona uh, road trip, Arizona and Arizona State, and we're gonna get into you know what happened with with each game. Um, also, like you know how the Bruins, you know, split split games, how they they came back and won, um, how they came back and won, the, you know, against Arizona State, and how they obviously lost to, against Arizona. But I, I I could think there's some there's some good and some bad. Um, you know, there's some good and some bad from both games. I think there's a lot of a lot of good to work. I mean, to be honest, uh, Amari Bailey still has to come back from his injury. Um, there hasn't been any timetable. I haven't heard anything as of yet as far as uh, when he's when is uh, you know Amari coming back. But hopefully, it'd be sometime. I think it was coming in the next you know coming weeks. I'm really excited to see what they look like with him and where, how far they can go. Cause I think really, you know, to me, like they were number five. Um, now they're number eight. Uh, I think they were one of the top teams in the country. And I think they have a final four caliber team, the way they play, um, the way Tiger's playing, the way Jaime Hawkins is playing, even though Jaime really didn't have a good weekend. I felt like, um, you know, like we'll get into this, uh, you know, in a little bit, but, you know, Arizona State, he really didn't play that well. And Arizona was just a slugfest, you know, to be honest. Uh, I thought Tiger had the weekend of, of of everybody. Tiger played really well as far as against Arizona State. And he played well against, Arizona, you know, Arizona well enough. And obviously he didn't win. But I felt like he played, you know, he's, he's, he's playing well right as of right now. And in and I like the fact that he's uh, you know scoring a little bit better, so uh, they don't have to depend a hundred percent on Jaime Hawkins. I think I love I love Clark. Clark is a great player. Uh, if you see that he does so much, but sometimes it gets a little bit out of control, uh, forces some things a little bit. But that's okay. Like I said, he plays hard. You rather take you take the good with the bad when it comes to Jaden Clark. So, you know, as much as he hustles, he rebounds, and plays defense, he steals. Uh, I can live with some bad shots or bad turnovers. I just wish he can cut those down a little bit. Um, You know, I definitely wish he can cut those down. Uh, also, like I said, we're going to, you know, preview the, the rematch of the Crosstown rivalry coming this week with USC. Uh, and they're coming off a two-loss weekend. 
against Arizona and Arizona State. So they know if they want to stay on like in the top tier of the Pac-12, they can't go on three and four game losing streaks. I think it's going to be a tough one at the Galen Center coming up this uh, this Thursday for UCLA. And we'll also preview uh, the Saturday game versus Washington uh, at Poly, which was which is one of those games where you said you blew them out in Washington. And so the, it's always those games, like I said, you never can lose at home. You always got to win all your home games if you want to be a top-tier team. You cannot lose any home games. Now – what we did see this weekend, I have to shout out Lala Marymount <laughs> for a random shout out because they went in to Gonzaga and who had a 75, a 76 game winning streak at home. Uh, they haven't lost where they, you know, at their home in, I don't know, like three years, three, four years, I think, or something like that. And Lala Marymount came in to beat them, the mighty Gonzaga Bulldogs in Gonzaga. And also, shout out to TCU, who not only beat Kansas in Allen Foghouse, where Kansas' home is, they beat them by 25 or something. It was a blowout pretty much almost the whole game. So, uh, obviously, we're UCLA and all that, so those games don't really matter. But just the fact that two teams, you know, in the top five, top ten, you know, I think Gonzaga was six at the time. And Kansas was number two or three at the time. Uh, got, you know, beat. Uh, I give props to UCLA. That's why I tell people, you got to win your home games. Got to, You know, I tell everybody, especially in conference, got to win your home games. You cannot lose at home and you do split on the road. And some road, you know, some some roads you don't split. Some, sometimes you go 2-1-0. And that's how you end up with a 14-5, 15-3 or – you know, whatever the case is like that, you, you end up with a great, uh, great record. You know, that's how you, you know, win first in your league. Now, the, the struggle with a lot of teams is they might go seven and two at home and they might go four and five on the road. So they're like, a you know, 11 and seven. That's how you end up in third place. Now, if you said they want to be that first place team, uh, they had their first row loss, which is Arizona's not shabby because they were in the game the whole game. We'll get into that. Um but they played hard, like I said, and, I mean, they're missing a starter, you know, and I thought the refs was really whistly, whistle happy, but we'll get into that. So, yeah, like I said, we're going to do these uh, last two games, the years on this trip, and then we're going to go and preview the next two games, especially the USC Crosstown rival game, where it was a blowout in the beginning of the game against SC, and then they, SC brought it all the way back uh, to take not only tie it up, but I think take the lead. And Jaden Clark hit the three. UCLA goes up one. Uh, SC misses the shot at the buzzer. UCLA wins. So, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm excited. This is a big week of basketball. Last weekend was a great week of basketball. And the NFC and AFC championships are here. That's just a little side note. Uh, San Francisco 49ers versus Philadelphia Eagles. And a rematch of the AFC Championship, which between Cincinnati Bengals and Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, my picks, who I will want to see in the finals, will be Cincinnati versus San Francisco. Uh, just because I have a lot of family in Northern California who is diehard San Francisco fans, I would love to see them get back to the Super Bowl. And Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, I would love to see you know him back in Super Bowl, you know, uh, with Cincinnati. So. And after that, you know, 
may the best team win, but like I would love to see those two teams. I think Philly's going to win. Uh, I think Philly's going to win, and I think Kansas City's going to win. It's going to be Philly Kansas City. So those are that's my prediction. But I told you the other two teams I want I want to be in there. So let's get right into it. We're going to talk about the UCLA versus Arizona State on Thursday, which was one of those trap games I was telling y'all about last time. I was kind of like, you know, man, you know, like it's going to be a tough one. And I mean, considering Arizona State beat them last year. And I thought that, man, you know, like Arizona State is one of those young athletic teams. They have like four or five guys averaging about 12, 10 to 12 points. And they don't have a main guy, but it was just one of those games. They, I felt like it took a half for Jaime to get going, you know, like, and not only Jaime, but the team. I felt the only person that really did anything in the first half was Tiger. And he ended up with 22 points uh, on 70-11 shooting from the field, 89 from the free throw. I thought he was really, really good. Shot the ball really well. Um, you know, had had only had one assist, but I think that, you know, as far as, you know, scoring wise, he played really good. I thought that, you know, what Jaime is learning now is how to be the main guy. I don't think he's, he's been the great guy, like the glue guy the last couple of years and he's gotten better and better, but I don't, um, you know, like, I don't, I, you know, like he's gotten better, but I don't think he's ever had to be the guy. Obviously the last two years, you know, it's been led by Johnny Juzang being the, you know, the main guy. And then Jules Bernard being the other guy and Jaime being that other guy, you know, it's, he was a committee, but Jaime's had, he's had to learn how to be the main guy when teams focus on stopping you. So with, with, uh, Jules Bernard and, and, and the other shooters, like he's, he's allowed to play one-on-one now. If you notice, he can't play one on one. What Arizona State was doing was basically uh, keeping the middle away from him and sending him to the baseline to the help. Or if he was making if he was making the move off the dribble, what he was doing they was crowding him and making him make moves off the dribble, and they would double team him off the dribble. And when you double team somebody off the dribble, it's hard to make passes out. It's hard to make find the right person. So it's hard to make shots. And Arizona State is extremely athletic. And, you know, they were second in the Pac-12, so they only had lost one game. UCLA was first and, you know, still is first. Um, but they were second in the Pac-12. And and now it's, I know I think it's tied now because <laughs> they both only lost one game. But I think UCLA's first because they beat them in the head. But anyway, Arizona State was extremely athletic, extremely. And they were not only blocking Jaime's shot, they were blocking Boa's shots. It was throwing it off the glass in the first half. I thought they just played harder. They wanted it more in the first half, I felt. You know, the, you, you know UCLA didn't play well. They had scored 30 points. I thought that, you know, you know, like I said, uh, Arizona State was up five. It was 35 to 30 at the half. But I felt like Arizona State really could have been up even more. Um, you know, and, and during the game, they had, you know, they had three guys in double figures. With DJ Home, uh, Des Cambridge, and Nunez, and they had Washington who had nine. But what I realized about Arizona State is that Bobby they they don't play what Bobby Hurley used to play. Bobby Hurley, the coach, used to be disciplined with Duke, 
And Arizona State is not really that. They are <laughs> they are up and down and athletic, and he lets them loose. They shoot. Everybody comes down and shoots. Everybody comes down, you know, one on ones, and 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 when they're hot, they they're they're killing. You know, I I think at one point they were up, you know, like you know eight or nine on UCLA in the second half, just doing that, you know, shooting threes, coming down, and just uh, yeah, just making shots. You know, they were making a lot of shots, and I was like, man, this they can't, they're not, they're not again, you know. <laughs> um, I really thought that UCLA was they struggled. They, like I said, they struggled, you know, pretty much to about the 10, 10 minute mark. And then they kept it kind of, you know, kept it close, kept it close. And then Jaime finally showed up about 35 minute mark, hit some crucial baskets, crucial baskets. He only ended up with uh, about nine points, uh, you know, nine points, you know, five assists, six rebounds. So, you know, shot four for 12 from the field, got in foul trouble, only played 28 minutes. Didn't really play that well. Same with Boa. Boa had five points uh, and three rebounds. Really didn't play that well either. You know, only played 27 minutes. All the points really came from – all the, the production came from the guards, which was Clark. Uh, Clark, uh, Singleton, and and Campbell, you know. Singleton finally got back to shooting well. Was four for six from the three, uh, including a, a – a, a long banking three <laughs> off the glass in the first half. Uh, he also had four rebounds and played, like I said, almost the whole game, played about 38 minutes. Singleton played a lot. I think sometimes, I think what's happening with Singleton is people's wondering, you know, like, wonder, like, is he not shooting as well as he used to be? Because remember, Singleton was, even though Singleton played a lot, he was coming off the bench. You know, he was coming off the bench. Bailey was the starter. So Singleton was coming off the bench. So, like, he's fresh, and he's coming in with the second unit. Now he's in with the first unit. People know what he's going to do, and they're making him dribble. If you notice, he's always pump faking and trying to dribble to the middle because everybody's running him off the three-point line. So he doesn't have the, the you know, the wide-open three-point shots that you have with the second unit that people don't forget how you play. So, you know, he hasn't been shooting well. Plus, he's been playing a lot more minutes uh, than he ever has uh, because of the fact that, you know, like there's no uh, Bailey. And in, in of course, Coach has done, he's starting to play both freshmen uh, off the bench. Um, and they're both playing a lot with, with Andrews and and with uh, Kinka, you know. Also with, uh, you know, the other guard. Uh, so like I said, they're there. They're learning how to play and win while winning, if that makes any sense. They're learning how to play and win while winning. I mean, you know, they had a 14-game winning streak. You know, how many teams in the NCAA this year has had a 14-game winning streak? Maybe just Houston. You know, maybe just Houston and Alabama. I mean, in Purdue. That was pretty much it. You know, like UCLA's had a super long winning streak. And they're learning how to win while winning. So that's scary to me because, like I told you before, when you're a freshman and you first come into college, it's like a different level. For me, anyway, Like I thought it was like a different level of basketball. And the fact that it was such a different level, 
that yeah, I struggled in the beginning. But, you know, as the season goes on, practices goes on, time goes on, more and more games and games, you just become a little bit more uh, a little bit more uh, comfortable, you know. And like I said, each freshman is getting more comfortable. And like I said, they're missing a starter in Bailey, you know, and they're missing, you know, Bailey's a double-figure double figure a guy and, and, and plays defense, shoots it, plays athletics. So I think like I was going back to Singleton, Singleton has to play all those minutes now because Bailey's not playing. But what it's doing is getting UCLA's bench really strong. It's because he's going eight, nine deep. And so when Bailey comes back, that's another that's another body. And you, you add a starter to what they're doing now, I think that's going to be big down the stretch because the guys off the bench is going to be coming. Like, they're going to be used to playing in these big games, you know? They're going to be like, we played at Arizona. We played it, you know, on TV against, uh, against USC. We played against Arizona State. We played against all these teams without Bailey. And we've been winning. We played against Utah, Colorado, all these games. And so I think that that's such a big thing for UCLA that they're getting to see how to win and how to get these other players involved in, in making their bench really strong. I think, honestly, Cronin can go about 8-9 deep. You know, if, when Bailey comes back, he can go 9 deep. And, you know, for, for UCLA to really be successful, the big man has to play great. Jaime Hawkins and Boa. They have to play great. Now, everybody else off the bench ain't scores all the, as far as big man-wise. They're just more, you know, screen setters, shot blockers, rollers, those kind of rollers to the basket kind of thing. They might hit a bucket here or there. They're not really going to shoot it. Jaime has to be great for this team to be great. Now, some games he's going to play bad, but he has to bring the energy. And I felt like I love him to death. He's my favorite player in UCLA this year. I felt like the energy necessary. He gets frustrated. And I, I can see it. As a, as a former player, and plus a former player who played inside, I can tell he gets frustrated because it's like he might have a guy trying to – he's trying to post. And what they're doing is trying to front. And then the opposite person is not coming to the top and they're making a pass, or he can't shoot from the top. And the team just sag in on him. And, you know, he gets frustrated. He gets, so sometimes he have people on his back. He doesn't complain for the ball. That's what he doesn't do. Um, and what happens is like, people just kind of miss you. They miss you. They miss the situation. And, and, and I think, um, he get, I'm, I'm, I would get frustrated if I'm a guy who I know can, I'm a guy, if I, you know, I know I can score and you're not giving me the ball. I'm, I'm upset. Like, dude, what's up? You know, <laughs> can I get the ball? Uh, what's going on? You know, like, but. I think, you know, he's learning. Like I said, they're learning how to play with them. Uh, they're not – Singleton doesn't need to learn. Tiger doesn't need to learn. But everybody else does, you know, because Tiger – Singleton Tiger know how to get in the ball. But the problem sometimes is he be having people on his back and they don't give it to him. So, like I said, Arizona State did a great job on him. I felt like he kind of waited to the end to kind of get going. But if you notice, when he got going a little bit, he hit a jumper here, then a little turnaround, then a little layup. Um he started playing like he scored the last couple points. And like I said, he, he ended up playing a lot better. Um, he has, like I said, he has to learn how to be the guy. It's easier when you have one, two, three, four guys when they don't double team you. Um, you know, you might get less shots, but when you're the guy and you say they knows that he's the guy, whenever they need a bucket, you notice who Nick Cron is going to. He's going to Hawkins. And he's going to make a play either, in, you know, from the top or from the post. 
So they're going to live and die with him. So he has learned that that's going to be there. That double team's coming every time. You know, you know, a lesser team's going to double team. Now, Arizona played you straight up in a way. But obviously they played hell defense, but Arizona's a different animal team. So, like I said, I, I thought that the second half, they kept it close. Um, kept kept it close, even though nobody really shot well except for Singleton and Tiger. And like I said, I would give them, they were 7 for 10, uh, Singleton, 7 for 11, Tiger, 14 for 21 from the field, had 43 points, had seven rebounds, not so many assists, but out of the 74, they had 43 of it, just them two, just the starting backcourt. So obviously there's two things it means by that, that there was no balance and there is no, you know, like they played great and that's okay. That's okay. You know, uh, they did play great. And I'm just happy. Like I said, they came out with the win. UCLA outscored Arizona state in the second half, 44 to 27. And that's how they end up winning by 12. It was kind of like close for a minute and then they pulled away late. And so I thought that it was the defense played great. Like, and that's what I noticed about UCLA. Their defense is great. And that's why it's going to keep them in every game because they play great defense, great help defense. I know it's a switcher, switch, switchable defense, but this is just great help defense. And then when they start hitting shots, uh, that's a great thing, you know. Um, like I said, Jaime didn't play well all game. He had a crucial, crucial three with about two minutes and 55, 56 seconds left to put them. You said they have six and just kind of like shut it off. It's like I said, I tell you, it's always hard to win on the road in the Pac-12. Always. It don't matter where it is. It could be Oregon State and Oregon. It could be Washington State and Washington. It could be, um, you know, Arizona, Arizona State. It could be wherever, you know, UCLA, USC. You know, I thought that, you know, like like I said, UCLA did what they needed to do. And games in in the Pac-12 ain't going to be – they ain't going to be pretty. They're not going to be pretty. You know, like especially road games because you're not going to get the calls. You're not going to get the proper rest. You're not going to get all the stuff. You're not going to know the angles and things of the basket, but everybody, you know, people on the other team will. And so I really just thought like, man, this is just a great situation for UCLA to – you know, win, you know, like when you don't play that good and you still win, that's great. That is the best kind of win when you don't play that good and still win. And I was really happy for them winning. Extremely happy. Also, I wanted to kind of go back to, but yeah, the winning, like winning games that you don't play well is hard. But I want to go back to, you know, the scoring. Most of it, pretty much the bulk of it was done by Tiger and Steve, you know, Singleton, you know, basically scoring, you know, 43 of the 74 points. Uh, Clark had 10, Javi had nine, you know, so it wasn't, you know, it was heavy on the guards and uh, the, those kind of games, like I said, I, I'm just glad that they won the game. Um, they clamped down defensively, like I said, in the second half. And the transition 360 dunks and all the other stuff that Arizona State does because they're athletic, extremely athletic, they didn't necessarily get. So I felt like it was a good thing that UCLA, you, when you and you see it, when you play UCLA, you're in a dogfight. Physical, that UCLA plays hard. Coach, Coach Gordon has them playing hard, playing together. 
uh, they have a system on offense. You know, I think that like there's not as many cooks in the kitchen like it was last year. Last year you had everybody trying to go pro in a way, you know. Um, you had Johnny Juzang trying to be, the, you know, that first round pick. You had Jules Bernard maybe going pro. You had the freshman uh, come in and obviously he, he went pro at his freshman year. So I felt like it was a lot of cooks in that kitchen. There was a lot of cooks making this field. But this team, I feel like everybody kind of knows their roles. Uh, Bailey's the wild card. I always say that. Like, he can come and give you 20, he can come and give you six. So uh, it just kind of depends on the situation. But he's the wild card that can lead UCLA to something special or to a second-round loss. You know, you just don't know. But, I, I, you know, I think that UCLA has a structure and, like, they have an identity. That's what this year team has that – I love about UCLA. Like a, a lot of teams don't have an identity. UCLA has an identity. It's toughness, just like the coach. And he will get on the players. <laughs> he will yell. It doesn't matter if you're Tiger or Jaime, all the way down to Boa, the freshman, to the walk-ons. That's what I respect about him. He's he's a person that's going to get on you if he doesn't, if he feels that you're not doing right. And I love the fact that Coach Corner respects the game. He still wears the suit. You know, he said, like, uh, I think in the interview, basically said that when you're sitting in this chair that John wouldn't sit in, you don't wear sweats. You don't wear, you know, things like that. You wear a suit. And I love the fact that he respects the game like that. You know, I love that, you know. Um, hope he continues to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, so the closing out, you know, UCLA beats Arizona 74-62. And that time they were 17 to 2, 14 game winning streak. And let's just go into the Arizona game. Now, at the time, UCLA was number five in the country, and Arizona was number 11, I believe. Uh, Arizona, like, so what I realized with them is that obviously they're led by their big man, uh, Dalo. And I don't want to butcher the other guy's name, he's obviously European. Um, Butchered uh, the other guy's name. So I'm going to just say the forward. <laughs> um, and I felt like it was uh, the battle basically what it should be. UCLA and Arizona, the two best teams in the conference, talent-wise. Um, they're both, you know, now they're both 17-3. and three. Um, Now Arizona's three losses came in obviously the Pac-12. Pac UCLA plays them at the last game of the season and he's at UCLA at the house. Love that. Love that. Game of the year. Love that. In in these last couple of years, I, you know, Arizona is back, obviously, with the talent and just with the, the new coaches won, what is it, 50 games? And he won 50 games and like 58 starts, 58 games. 50 of his 58 games are wins. He's the first, he's the fastest coach to 50 wins in program history. Um, and for him, like I said, he instantly went and turned Arizona around. Like Arizona was always getting talent. Arizona gets a mess load of talent always ever since, I mean, before me, but like, they've always had super talent. When I was there at UCLA, they had Mike Bibby, uh, Miles Simon, uh, Dickerson, Michael Dickerson, and Jason Terry came off the bench. Jason Terry a 15, 18 year NBA pro, Came off the bench for the didn't even start in Arizona. That's how good they were. You know, Mike Bibby played in the NBA for a long time. Uh, Dickerson was a lottery pick. Miles Simon, you know, played in the NBA. 
Uh, Bennett played in the NBA, played overseas a long time. A.J. Bramlett played overseas for a long time. You know, and then, you know, obviously going on to after they left to Richard Jefferson, you know, played in the NBA. Uh, you know, Lauren, you know, as a, uh, Lauren Woods, you know, they, they had, they've always had a tremendous amount of talent. Uh, and like I said, I respect how they play as a team. Uh, tubulous, <laughs> that's the forward. You know, uh, yeah. So that's the, the other guy. I can't. I didn't want to bitch his name, so I apologize. But side side story for this team for Arizona. Starting point guard, uh, Kirk Kleza. You know, uh, I I played with his father, uh, Vamo Kleza. He's Estonian. I played with him for five years overseas. We played in Holland. We won a championship together, went to the finals, multiple finals together in Holland and Estonia. I used to hold him as a baby. I used to hold Kerkleese as a baby. And now he's a junior at, 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 at Arizona, which is so crazy to me. I always laugh uh, because I like I, I remember him holding him as a baby. He's a, a little baby boy. I used to pick him up, have fun. So I was like, yeah. I'm getting old. <laughs> but like I said, the game was 52 to 58. It was a slugfest. It was 22 to 26 at the half. The refs was letting a lot of things go, but I felt they called tiki tacks on UCLA more than they did Arizona. But that's just how Arizona is. You cannot let the refs in the game. If you let the refs in the game, they will beat you. They will not go against Arizona. They will. You have to beat Arizona. You know, like the... You, you can't let the reps decide it because they will decide for Arizona. Now, for UCLA, they had four guys in double figures led by Tiger, even though Tiger didn't really have a good game this game. He was five for 18 uh, from the field. Had seven assists, which is good. But just like I said, shot a lot. He shot a ton. He was only two for four from the three, but shot a ton from the field. I felt a lot of jumpers, a lot of layups, you know, that he missed because of Arizona's size and bulkiness. It was a physical knockout, drag-out game. And I felt like, you know, that's the kind of game UCLA likes. But once again, you know, uh, Jaime Hawkins struggled. You know, he was 5 for 17 from the field. Now, you know, 1 for 6 from the 3. Now, he had double-double, which is great. You know, 12 points, 11 rebounds. And I felt like he, he played hard, but just that he struggled, you know, against Arizona's length and their height. And, you know, like I said, he, he, he's struggling learning how to be the guy. Uh, you know, he has, like, you know, him being, you know, what he is, of which I think he's a first-round pick, possibly lottery, but definitely a first-rounder. Uh, he has to learn how to deal with double teams. You have to learn how to beat this not only the first man but the second. Now, with college, is a little different because teams, there's no, there's no uh, three-second violation. Teams can just – basically double team anytime we get it. And so there, what Arizona did was use their height and their length and just bother Jaime around the basket. Jaime missed jumpers. Jaime missed fadeaways. He missed threes. He missed a lot of shots, you know, even though he played hard. I love his energy this time. Against Arizona State, I didn't necessarily love all his energy until like the last five minutes of the game, but I love his energy this game. Um, love his energy. He played a lot harder, but like I said, just didn't play as smart. I thought Clark played hard, started out really hot, had about 10 points in the or nine, nine points in the first half. Uh, in the first, basically about five, to, five, 10 minutes, but turned the ball over too much. 
had a lot of turnovers. I thought that, you know, I thought that he didn't, you know, have four turnovers, but, you know, I just thought that, you know, he didn't really, he was, you know, making a lot of mistakes. I thought offensively shooting shots that maybe he shouldn't shot, you know, turning the ball over, trying to do too much off the dribble Um, against great defensive teams. You can't do those things. And so I thought that he over, he did overdid a little bit, you know, even though he had a double double, like I said, UCLA played hard. It was a physical game, and no, neither one of the teams shot the ball well at all. Both teams struggled from the field. Both teams really struggled from the field. Um, you know, Arizona didn't do no better. I think that, uh, you know, uh, Balo, you know, had, you know, 16 points, eight rebounds. But a lot of his points, he was eight for 11 from the free throw line. He only had, you know, he only scored a couple points. He didn't really use four for eight from the field. He got a lot of his points from the free throw. Now, uh, this is the forward, uh, AT, I'm just calling him AT. Now, he had a double-double. He had 14 points, 10 rebounds. Um, you know, but he only shot five for 15 from the field. So, like I said, Arizona Arizona's going to beat you from their bigs. You have to – what you have to do against Arizona is make their guards beat you. Make their guards beat you. You have to man, let Kirk Kleza – and, and and Rami and those kind of guys, you have to let make them beat you. You cannot let the big man beat you. Even though, but the Arizona knows where their bread is butter. They run a good offense to get their big man the ball. They go a lot of high low. They move without the ball. They cut without the ball. Good. I think it's not just one on one jack. You know shots. Um, they and they play good defense. They do. Like I said, it was a very 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 physical hard fought game. Um, what I've noticed. Boa, like I said, even though he had 11.6 rebounds, I felt like he had, you know, he had four fouls again. You know, foul had foul trouble really early in the game. Got two quick fouls, uh, and when he he has to adjust to the refs, the refs can't adjust to him. He had a foul, then he goes for a block, and even if it was a block, they called a foul. So if I'm him, let the two points go because they need you in the game a lot more than they need the 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 height block shot. Now I know he goes after every shot, but that just I felt like he should have not went for it. But um, you know, I felt like sitting him and like I said, in the backup, <laughs> he came in at like four, three, four thousand minutes, it felt like. You know, he, he came in, bam, foul, 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 foul. You know, uh Nuba, uh I was like, you know, it was like foul, 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 foul. He had four fouls in ten minutes. You know, and I think it was really like nine minutes. Uh, Singleton didn't even score in this game. He was 0 for 5 from the field, 0 for 3 from 3. I think that that can happen. You can't have your best shooter not score a point. Now, you said they did have four guys, four to five in starting figures, but it all goes for nine because Singleton didn't score. He didn't score any points. And like I said, besides those four scoring those points, nobody else did anything to score at all, pretty much. But like I said, in the 52 to 58 game, a tough game to play. Trust me, y'all. Let me tell you, the Arizona crowd is insane. It's probably not even probably. It is the hardest place to play, besides Poly, of course, uh, to play in the Pac-12. It was always it was like that when it was the Pac-10. <laughs> it's probably like that when it was the Pac-8. Uh, yeah, Arizona is a hard place to play because the crowd is the downhill place. It didn't go downhill really fast. You know, UCLA was up, 
nip and tuck. And, you know, Arizona hit a couple threes. You, you know, uh, Kirkliza, the other shooter, uh, hit a couple threes. And, you know, Arizona was up, you know, eight, 10 points. Um, and they kind of, it was kind of like nip and tuck back and forth the whole second half. I felt like you said they just could not get a basket, you know, and they couldn't get the right stop. Like, you know, there's a difference. Like, let me tell you a couple of things, okay? Now, when you're up a game in a game and you know, on the road, say you're up 12 points, you're up 10 to eight points, right? And say a team scores two buckets, bam, you cut it to four, right? What you need is a calm down bucket. Calm the calm the calm the crowd down, calm your team down. Like, uh, okay, now we're back up six. Now we can get back to what we're doing. You know, but a great player understands that he needs to, we need a bucket, so I need a bucket. And it goes for that at all levels, high school, college pro, NBA, you know, NBA dude. And that's what you pay the the scores, the big bucks. They they get calm down buckets. Uh the calm down yourself, calm down the crowd, shush them a little bit, whatever the case is. Because in order for a calm down bucket to turn from just a 6-2 run to a 12-0 run is a calm down bucket, you know? And UCLA didn't get the – they were on the opposite end of that. And like I said, when it went up, you can do that even when you're down. Say you're down eight and you want to get back six or down to four. You go to the person and get you a bucket. You go get a bucket, score, bucket, score. Now it's down to four. UCLA – they got that, but kind of got that at the end. You know, second half, Arizona kind of controlled a little bit. It was kind of up 10 the whole game, kind of 8 to 10. They felt comfortable. I think if UCLA would have cut it to 2 or 1 uh, in the second half, a little bit closer, it might have been a little bit better, you know. But, you know, give Arizona the props. They won the game. I think, you know, that was so far the game of the year, Pac-12. Uh, I can't wait for them to come to Poly. I think UCLA beats them. They'll have Bailey back. They'll be better. It's the end of the season. You see they beat Arizona, you know, because some of those calls won't go Arizona's way because Arizona, like I said, the crowd and fans are crazy, and that's just how it rolls in Arizona. I think um, it's interesting to see what happens, you know, for the rest of the Pac-12. UCLA still, like I said, they play SC. Um, They play, you know, saying they still play SC. They still got to go to Colorado, to Utah. So it's going, like I said, they have some tough games. Uh, Oregon's, you know, so – it's going to be interesting to see. Even with Arizona, it's the same thing. The problem right now is Arizona dug himself a hole, you know. So even with the win against UCLA, they're still two games back because they already lost three in the Pac-12. They lost to Utah. They lost to Oregon. And then they, I mean, I remember two in the Pac-12. I'm sorry. So they one game back. I'm sorry. I know they lost to Oregon and I know they lost to Utah. No, uh, no. Oregon, Utah. Yeah, Oregon and Utah. Yeah, so. I think that uh, it's going to be it's going to be a great year, you know. Like I said, UCLA now is ranked eighth, and Arizona's ranked sixth. So it's going to be those two in the top ten, pretty much the whole year. I don't think it's going to be uh, UCLA is not going to lose that much where they're out of the more than the top fifteen. Even if they lost a game or two here or there, uh, I don't think it's going to be a situation where they'd be out of the top fifteen. Same with Arizona, unless they like you know lose back-to-back games or whatever the case is. I don't think that would happen, but yeah. Um, but like I said, great games, physical games. It, it was a meter for UCLA. I think it was a meter. You know, they haven't played anybody that good uh, probably since 
Baylor. You know, I thought Kentucky was good, but to a point, you know, Kentucky was good. I thought Maryland was good. Uh, you know, Utah was missing their big man. Uh, SC was good, but not necessarily terribly good, you know, but that was, this is their best test. So these are the kind of games that you want to lose early and figure out a way to win later because they're going to probably end up going to see Arizona again, twice, probably in the Pac-12 tournament in the semifinals or the finals. Just period. You know, they're going to have to see them two more times at Poly and then in the tournament, Pac-12 tournament. Um, these, those are the kind of games. Arizona is the type of team you play in the Elite Eight or Sweet 16 to get to the Elite Eight. Tournament is hard, hard. And you're going to, you know, it's very rare. I mean, you get upsets all the time, but even the upsets um, with teams are, like, good, you know. Uh, but in order to go to the Final Four, you're going to have to beat somebody, somebody big. You know, a, like I said, a Baylor, a a Kansas, a Alabama, a Gonzaga, um, you know, a huge team, huge team. So uh, I think that, you know, like you see, like getting these games in their belt, it's a big, big thing, big, you know, big encouragement for them. And so like, you don't want to just keep winning all the games and lose when, the, you know, in the end, you want to lose some and get better. Always do that. Always try to get better. Win, win lose, or draw, get better. Now, we're going to preview uh, the next two opponents, starting with the USC Trojans. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just playing. Uh, rivalry game, obviously. It's always a rivalry game. And last game, we, if we remember, UCLA was up about 18 points in the first half. I think it was 26 to 44 or something like that. And they end up, you know, UCLA, USC score, you know, UCLA scores like four buckets in the second half. It's got like 13, 14 points, if that. Um, and SC brings it all the way back. They bring it all the way back and take the lead in the second half at one point. And Jalen Clark hits a three uh, after a re- offensive rebound at the end of the game with seconds to go, and they end up winning the game. But SC matches up well with UCLA. They match up well. And SC didn't really play good in that game. I thought that, you know, UCLA played okay. They played okay. But I wouldn't say they played great. Like I said, they had a great first half and then a terrible second. And so, you know, they end up winning that game in a close game. Uh, very, very close, you know, 60 to 58. And that's because, they, like I said, they hit a three at the buzzer. Now, you know, SC, yeah, they scored 16 points. SC scored up 32. SC didn't really have anybody score over double figures besides uh, Ellis, Boogie, you know, Boogie Ellis. Uh, and uh, Dixon Watson, but you know, UCLA Jaime played okay, he had 12.7 rebounds, Clark had 15 points. Uh, you know, but obviously, it's off of 16 shots, so you know, and I thought Singleton played okay with three for seven from the three, three for eight from the you know, things like that. So, um, Boa had almost a double double with eight points, 10 rebounds, you know. And like I said, I thought that they, you know, SC shot awful from the three. They were three for 16 from the three-point line. Uh, they, you know, at 18%. And they shot 47 from the field. They shot 25 and 53. So it wasn't. And UCLA didn't shoot that good either. They were nine for 26 from the three. And they shot awful from the field. They were 20 for 58, 
Um, yeah, and so it was just a slug fest that second half. Second, it was like the tail of two halves. UCLA dominated his first half, SC dominated the second, but UCLA comes out with the win. So definitely a good thing. And uh, you know, it's gonna be an interesting game. You know, SC still led by, you know, Ellis and Peter, you know, uh Peterson. You know, they lost both games to Arizona and Arizona State. And they're gonna be looking for revenge. Um they're gonna be looking for revenge after you know that they, they, they. I'm pretty sure they're thinking like, man, we let we let two games go. We let the game with UCLA go. We should have won that game. They can think that. They can actually think that that they say we let that one go. Now, I felt that you know the Arizona game they lost by like 20, so it wasn't even close. Uh, and then they end up losing by uh, 77 to 69 Arizona State. Um, now SC being 14 and six. Um, no, actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Scratch that. <laughs> SC beats Arizona State. Uh, so uh, my bad. It was a. I was looking at something else. So, you know, Arizona thinking like Arizona. I mean, UCLA. I mean, SC's thinking like, hey, we we beat Arizona State. We split on the road. We went and we went all our home games. We'll be all right. They're 14 and six. Um, they played really good. You know, uh, and like I said. Drew Drew Peterson had 19 points. Boogie Uggs had 18 points when they beat in the you know they beat Arizona State, kind of cruised to the victory. So I think that you know what's going to happen is they're thinking like, look, UCLA is in first place, but if we beat them today, we should have beat them twice, and then in the Pac-12 tournament, then we'll who knows. So. You know, I, I if I'm that if that's if I'm if I'm SC, that's what I'm telling my players. Um, just because they, you know, like that, you know, I'm thinking like, look, we could have beat them twice. Period. We could have beat them twice. <clears throat> so you know, always you gotta, you know, you can't lose when you use you can't lose SC. You cannot lose SC. Period. <laughs> no matter what the cost is, you cannot lose the SC. Can't. Period. Zero. <laughs> never 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 no i'm just joking <laughs> so we'll see what happens i think i think it's gonna be another hard fart game like i said the pack pack 12 is it's no time off it's no days off man you just gotta you gotta roll you gotta roll period you know after coming back off the two hard fought games in arizona you gotta play against sc you know now washington is a different a different story uh, Washington is not having a good year this year. They're only nine and six. Uh, UCLA blew the doors off of them. Uh, they, you know, they were nine and six the first time they played them. UCLA blew the doors off of them last time. You know, they beat them 74 to 49. Uh, they're 12 and nine right now, seventh in the Pac 12. So these are the kind of games at home that you must win. You cannot lose. If you're UCLA, uh, you cannot lose to Washington. You have to win this game. You know, I'm not saying it's a must win or whatever the case is, but you cannot lose to Washington at home. You can't. Now, uh, Washington is led by their Kentucky transfer, uh, Kellen Brooks. He's averaging about, you know, 17, 17 a game and about eight rebounds a game. 
So they have some talent. Washington's always had talent, but this year it's been a little bit of a down year. So if UCLA can just take care of what they need to take care of, uh, they should win. Like the last game, Jaime was went off the last game. This is point, call it what it is. Uh, went off against uh, uh, you know, you know, against Washington. I felt, I felt, you know. 17 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Just a great overall game. A typical Jaime Hawkins kind of game. And like I said, you know, just played really, really well overall. They couldn't really stop him. Uh, you know, just like I said, being that guy, Boa had a great game at 18 points, eight for 10 from the field in just 26 minutes. Jaime only played 32 minutes. Singleton had 14. You know, Tiger had 15. They just played well. And it wasn't even a game. It wasn't a game. It was really just, you know, manhandled. You know, it's you still ain't manhandled Washington. So gotta win that game on Saturday. We'll be there on Saturday uh to support my Bruins. So uh if you listen to the show, uh if you D, you know, message me or DM me or whatever, just hit me up. I will respond and you know, say hi to you <laughs> at the game. So uh definitely wanted to just like say those things. Um you know, looking forward to these next, you know, reviewing the Arizona and Arizona State and then going forward to the SC and Washington. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. We're going to keep this, you're going to keep this thing moving and let's, let's be that seat. If anything, you got to be that seat. <laughs> I think like, I still feel like UCLA is a, a Final Four team and they just keep growing. Hopefully Bailey comes back this week, but we will see. Um, you can follow me and, and you know, follow me and uh, I'll show you when I'm posting uh, at Travis W. Reed, that's R-E-E-D, uh, on Instagram and Travis W. Reed on Facebook. I post all my social media sites, all that's going on social media on those two sites. Also, um, if you uh, if you're interested in like reading books and things like that, um, also I have a book club on, on my LinkedIn page. Uh, Travis Reed. So, yeah, follow me, Travis W. Reed, R E E D, on Instagram, Travis W. Reed on Facebook. And we will continue to pump out these episodes. And I will be talking about the USC and the Washington uh, game uh, next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.